Everyone, welcome to Mindset Talks, Life Beyond the Checkboxes. I'm John Jermillo, Leadership Performance Coach. I'm Prati Kaufman. I'm an entrepreneur and a marketing energy coach. As your co-host for this series, we want to have real everyday conversations, conversations that go beyond the checkboxes of coaching conversations outside of that structure. Yes, we're two coaches, but we want to have just kind of that regular, again, everyday conversation about these different topics. I think anytime Prady and I have gotten together, we're just very honest with each other. We're always uh, throwing our opinions out there and just curious about the world around us. So that's how we came to this series, which to just share those conversations. So for this particular topic, for this particular episode, we're going to talk about how to stop chasing shiny objects. And Prady, you had brought this one up. So anytime either I or you brings up a topic, we're always curious why that person brought it up. So we tend to lead with that person. So how did you come up with this? What is it you think about it? Where have you seen it? Where did this come from? So today, this topic, I see this a very common thing in entrepreneurs, right? And it came from this particular you know, experience of this one particular person, right? Who commits to something and then decides it's no longer, right? Because there's something else better, right? So, you know, we don't realize like how everybody sees it, but they themselves don't see it because for them it's not the, you know, so, so that's where it comes from. Like you're chasing these, these things and there's, you know, and there are a couple of incidents, right? Like some people I meet, they invest like in one episode, $3,000, like they want to appear on a radio or appear on a TV or whatever it is, you know, that one time thing, but not really realizing why is the investment. Like, why am I investing $2,000 in it? Why am I investing? Is it worth it? Because it's more for this, like, oh, I'm going to be on this show, right? But is it the right audience for me? Is it really like what, you know, like there's no objective, I feel like thinking behind it, which is fine. But again, like for me, I'm very much of this, you know, I, I ask questions about, about like, why am I wanting to do this? You know, why am I doing this? And what will I get out of this? Or what will I get out of this? And so often I think we make decisions because something just seems shinier and nicer and brighter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, when you sent it, when you sent that topic, when you suggested it, uh, I didn't look at it necessarily from a business sp uh, standpoint, but anything we discuss, a lot of it can be used for either business or your life. personal life relationships. But yeah, the shiny object can be, um, an investment in business. It can be a relationship. It can be a material, an actual shiny material uh, object. It can be uh, a business idea. It can be so many different things. And I think we've all been guilty of whatever that thing is that gives us that immediate high of, oh, this could be the next big thing, jumping on that. So I think a lot of us have made that mistake in the past. Um, what about you? I mean, you've mentioned your clients and you've mentioned how you look at things, but what was it that led you to shift from jumping on that shiny object versus waking up and kind of stepping back, trying to look at it objectively? Do you remember around that time or that moment where you were like, I need to, <laughs> I need to settle down and really look at what's in front of me and whether or not I really need it? Again, I, I think for me, it has been a progression. Like it's not has been like one day I woke up and I became a different person uh, but I was one of those, you know, wanted, like, I remember when I started making money, everything had to be branded, everything had to be this, right? You know, it's almost like you're going to fix, I'm trying to fix my feelings of not enough by doing 
chasing these shiny objects. Like I, no matter what, what you're chasing, is is chasing right? Not not consciously buying something. Right? That's that's different. Or consciously doing something is different. But chasing something is almost like I want to fill this emptiness and and feel good in the moment. But I, you know, over the time I realized it wasn't really working because I was still feeling like shit afterwards right <laughs> in that moment it felt good but it was never long term right i just and somehow you know we, we convinced that oh but that was the right decision but when i started to look at really objectively that was not the right i think knowing that it was not the right decision no matter how much i try to convince myself it started to shift that process of really taking stock of why i want to do something what about you what and before I jump into me, it just reminds me a lot of the a previous conversation we had on a different topic, but it's very much parallel to this one, where you're looking for something, you're looking for something, period. But the mistake we make is looking for it outside of ourselves. I think we've looked at it in terms of pos- uh, toxic positivity, where we've tried to be noble and try to do it to see what we could get, right? To see how people would see us. And you and I have talked about how or you've shared with me that, no, you should be doing it for yourself. Um, And I'm paraphrasing here, Mm -hmm. uh, not worrying about what you're going to get back, not worrying about the way that it's going to look. And this conversation reminds me of that, where it's like you're jumping into something because of the hopes of what you're going to get in it. You're going to get back from it. Um, I think for me, Along those lines, I think there were a lot of moments where no matter what it was, uh, relationships or I just, when you say shiny objects, I just think about something that I felt that I wanted uh, a lot. Many of them might've been impulsive where they just kind of popped up and I'm like, yeah, I'll go for that. Others where I was chasing them, trying to get that satisfaction, whatever it may be. I don't know. I don't know if it comes with... uh, your maturity, that maturity process, getting burned maybe when things don't work out, that that kind of slows you down. I don't know. I think um, over time you just realize, I don't know where I've seen it. I've read about it, but there's just like this idea that we build up a lot in our heads. And when we finally achieve that goal, um, it doesn't feel as strong as we thought it was going to feel. Whether it's fear, if we do something it's not as bad as we feared, or whether it's something good, it's not as good as we thought it was going to feel. I, I've seen the examples in terms of sports uh, teams winning World Series or um, the Super Bowl, things of that nature. And there are studies that show that you know fans will be so pumped up for weeks knowing that their team is going to be in the championship game, that shiny thing. And then when they get it, it's that high is gone, or it's not as strong as as what they believe. So I don't know if it's if if it's that I was looking for shiny objects, chased them, and then realized after a while that I was getting burned by not really sitting back and thinking about what I wanted to do, or I didn't have any energy because I put so much into trying to get that shiny object. Um, I think I'm still a little bit impulsive. I still, you know, I mean, you and I came up with this podcast that was a shiny object. I'm like, oh, that'd be so great if Pradi and I could sit down and have conversations. Some of them work out, some of them don't. But I think the perfect word you said was it's an evolution. It's an evolving process. You never get it quite right, but hopefully you're evolving in the right way, in the right direction. Oh, I, how I love challenging you. It was never a shiny object, this podcast. It was a very deliberate decision to have this conversation with someone someone like-minded. It was not a shiny 
I don't think for me it was it was a very for me it was a very very a deliberate decision, John, to have a podcast with you, where I could have it with a lot of other people, right? It's not that. I think shiny object is when I'm trying to like, you you, you get it. There's always a, 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 like I I don't know. Like, I, I can give some example. Like somebody is chasing something or, or jumping onto the next thing. Maybe they don't want to work hard to do what they're doing, right? Like. It requires a lot of hard work, so they'll just move on, and they're looking for quick fixes, so they keep moving on, right? Gotcha. And I give you an example, like recently a client, right? After we did a one month of Facebook ads, she's like, "Oh, where's the revenue?" And I'm like, "Uh, doesn't work that way, right?" So oh, I'm just going to change the team. I'm going to change the tactic, right? Gotcha, so gotcha. Find another team. Like there's no this like as if changing people and changing things will fix things. Where we are not willing to look at the actual the root cause yeah. of this discontent and the issue we have why are we doing this right why am i doing this what am i going to get out of it's like i'm just going to do this and feel good in the moment and then i'm going That's to do true. it again and i'm going to do it again it's like a band-aid right i'm, I'm going to keep putting band-aids after band-aids instead of really saying you know what what is the problem here That's it. yeah think. it's it's much more haphazard um, yeah. So I would call this podcast a shiny object. Mr. I would. It's it's shiny yeah, to no. me, but no, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying where they're being just haphazard. They're kind of being irresponsible, impulsive. Obviously that word comes up in terms of not really, they don't do their due diligence leading up to it. And they then they don't debrief. Why didn't this work out? And that's the worst part. That's like people that People say like, you can't quit things. I'm like, yeah, you can. The problem with quitting is when you're doing it, like what you're saying, Pradi, you're just trying it, ah, it didn't work out onto the next thing without really thinking, okay, why didn't this thing work out? And how can I change my view going forward? So for me, quitting, if you go into something and it's not working for you, or it's not delivering the value for people as you expected, I'm okay with somebody quitting, but you have to know why instead of going into the next thing without learning that lesson. And that's that's the key, I think, to this whole discussion is just assessing learning, not only studying the next thing and why you want that to work, but also why certain things didn't work out and trying to avoid that. Yeah, and I think that's the difference. Like you, you have had, I'm sure, failed collaborations. I've had failed collaborations, but then you learned it and you kind of put that in perspective and you apply to the next thing and know that you know how to make it work right let's say you know i remember this clubhouse thing when clubhouse came everybody was running do, do you remember the oh the yeah many are clubhouse many everybody right inviting everybody everybody was in the clubhouse to me that was a shiny object i refused to be part of that mania even when they launched for the <laughs> android i'm like i'm not doing that crap like let me see at least for a year Will it hold or is it just a pandemic thing, right? Like, so I never signed up ever for for Clubhouse. Now, where is the Clubhouse today? Yeah, yeah. Correct? So that's a shiny thing. Oh, everybody's on it. Like, let me get on it. You know, maybe, you know, people got some business. I'm not saying that. But to yeah. put so much effort in that time to for what? Why? Again, it I was worth it. So those are the kind of things I'm talking about. Everybody just like, like, um. I, I think almost like sheep, right? We all. Oh yeah, like the like group thing, kind of. Yeah. yeah, for me it was just like fuck that. I <laughs> it, it was just like one more one. I, I tell my wife I'm like one more fucking app to put on my phone. Like I can't. There's just too much. 
you know what I mean? Once you add an app and you try to do something on that without reassessing what you currently have, you're stretching yourself too thin. So for me, it wasn't, I'm with you. It wasn't even to see if it would work. I was just like, no, nah, I just, I can't stretch myself that thin and, and, you know, a whole slew of other reasons, but yeah, uh, that's another factor that plays into it is just groupthink. Do you know what I mean? Are you jumping on these shiny objects? Because again, it's innate to you. It's, uh, something from the inside that's going to make you happy or because you're trying to stay ahead of the crowd or trying to go with the crowd. Um, just for, in my coaching, a lot of issues that people have and challenges is because they're trying to keep up with other people without, as you've said here, monitoring what you're all about before what anybody else is doing or needing. And that's where people trip up. Yeah. And I think that is the, again, I think it's a common, common thing in everything we talk about, right? Everything requires inner work. So what we do is instead of doing the inner work, we do the outer work and then we continue with it. So it's a, I think the solution to every talk we have is just work every day, <laughs> you gotta do your inner work, right? Like it, that doesn't mean that it's wrong to chase. Like now, if I want like a pair of shoes, which cost $300, like I just go and buy but I know that I want it. Like there's no confusion that, oh, because that person has it. No, it is. I just want it and that's 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 enough reason like i don't need to convince myself for anything not because of something else and you're okay with that decision so i think again being mindful right why 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 am i doing this you know why am i signing up for this another course why am i signing up for another class why am i buying this you know another thing why am i doing another mba right why have to have three mbas in my life like why <laughs> You yeah. get it? Oh, yeah. We, we fill those gaps with education. We're doing more trainings, doing more things. I'll do, get the yoga teacher training. I'll do another doula training. I'll do this training. I'll do that. You keep piling up these knowledge, but you're never really sitting and saying, how am I using this? So do you still have those moments, maybe those quick impulses where you, f you feel something might be a shiny object, but you pull yourself back? Hell yeah. You still have all the time. Yeah. Okay. It's very common when you see somebody that's successful and they're using, they're saying they use this. You're like, oh, maybe I should do it. And you're like, uh, it doesn't work for me, right? Like, it's just not me. Um, I'll give you an example. All the webinars, right? Everybody has, so my data, my email database, I've got 400 people, right? In my email database. Most people who have been in business two, three to four years, their email database is 1,500 to 2,000 around, mm -hmm. right? In, in, a, in a business because... One of the rules of business is anytime you do a webinar or anything, right? You should have a hook to get the emails. Yeah. You know, and one one time I did it because I'm like, oh, I need to get these emails. And you know what? It didn't feel right. Like it felt so fake. So it, it, it's something you just have to realize. So I'm okay with my 400 people than having 1,500 because I don't do hooks, right? On my workshops or webinar, anything I do, I just talk and I say, if you want to get in touch with me, get in touch with me, but I never ask, oh, if you want this, you need to do this, right? Like you need to give me my email, right? But that's a very common practice in business. So I think it's very valid, correct? Yeah. But for me, yeah. that's a shiny object. Like that's something I don't want to do. Yeah. And again, it comes back to internal, yeah. You, know, you have to think about your authenticity. Does it feel right to you? Um, you may go to school, you may go to webinars where they give you, you know, like we've talked about check boxes. 
make sure yeah. you have these checks boxes checked. And the, like the reason we call this, you know, life beyond the check boxes is because we do think there should be some structure, but not just strictly what the check boxes are, that there yeah. are, that there is nuance. Yeah. Uh, and I, I say it in my coaching, I say it in my, in my, my speaking engagements, my presentations, listen, what I'm providing for you is not, this isn't rule of law. This is my experience based on working with clients, based on studying, based on this. I just want to give you the option, the idea that this is out there for consideration, but to strictly go by something, especially if it's not authentic and genuine to who you are and your values, you may try to do it, but it's not going to look the same. It's not going to feel the same. And that 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 look, that genuine look and that feeling, that's what's important. That's what draws people in. So Prati, like you, like for you, if you say, I don't, it doesn't quite feel right doing that, getting that list of emails just for the sake of checking off that box that I did it, but you can deliver in some other authentic, genuine way, then you've 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 changed the path to that shiny object to to draw people in. You've made it look different, but you're still getting to the, you're still working just as hard. So I I think that's a great example. Yeah, but like you know, as a parent too, right? Especially now, like I, I think we fall into this, you know, we like sometimes that is where I think the shiny object, I don't know if you can relate, you can probably do because like other day I was talking to a parent and he was like, oh, my son does this. And, you know, he's like trains every day and he's doing this and he's doing this. And my son half the time is sitting and reading, not doing half the things anybody else is doing in baseball. Right. And he loves baseball. And I you know for a moment I felt like, oh, Caden should be doing this. And I'm like, nah. That's not him. I mean, I can't take his love for other things. But at that moment, I came home. I actually talked to him. Oh, we are going to start training and we are going to do this. Like that kid is doing so much and you're not doing anything. You know? I actually got into the whole this tirade yeah. about why he's not doing enough. And then it hit me really hard. What am I doing? Right. The next day I woke up. I'm like, what was that about? <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because I keep saying that shiny object to me doesn't mean one particular thing. And yeah. now with your example you just gave, I thought of a previous example you gave me even before this, where he was, I think it was baseball, and he was frustrated and he was crying. And your first impulse was to tell him, okay, not here, go somewhere else and cry. Yeah. But then you were like, wait, what? No, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But it's that like that shiny object is like that behavior that everybody, like you said with the father, like this is the way that it has to look. And that, and it's, I always love it when you bring up our kids uh, and just how we're raising them, because that's something that I want them to avoid. You know, I don't want them to trade in. I want them to go with society enough to obviously succeed but not so much that they're trading in their individuality. And, and again, if you're, tra if you're chasing that shiny object, you're kind of blinded to what maybe the group or the herd wants and you lose so much. I've seen it so much with people I've worked with. They lose so much of who they are trying to chase things. And when they come back to feeling happy, it's because they've gone back to who they were and what they wanted to do. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, to wrap it up for us, I think the shiny object is just part of everybody's life, right? Again, you keep doing the inner work. Does it ever stop? I don't know if anything ever stops in life, right? We get to the place where you know, our life is perfect and our thoughts are perfect and we are in this zen-like state all the time. I don't know how many people really achieve that. But, you know, I think, again, I would say, you know, being aware, right, about why are you doing it and, you know, kind of just... Self-inquiry, I would call it, which can help. Yeah, I, I agree. 
I agree. And it always helps to ask somebody and, you know, run it by somebody else. I mean, you know, show people what you're up to, what you're thinking, how you think. You'd be surprised how often people want to open up about what they're thinking about work, business, whatever it may be. So share those share those impulses maybe that you have. If you have that problem of chasing that next shiny thing, find somebody that is in that space with you, whether it's work, whether it's business, whether it's home, relationship, whatever, and, and talk about that impulse. But yeah, I think, what uh, suggest people should do, like if you were to do one tool to kind of kind of get out of it, you know, it takes time. But what would be the tool for other people to figure out if they are chasing shiny object, which really is a thing to do? Why am I chasing it? Why am I chasing it? And how long lasting is that feeling? Is it just that quick impulse or is it something that really is fulfilling, I guess? And yeah. it's going to differ for so many different people based on the topic, based on the person, based on the, the experiences that they've had. But like you said, it's about that self-inquiry, but at least starting to ask the questions. Yeah, I think that that's a, that's a great thing. Just just being being awareness, again, creating awareness of your why. Yeah. You know, because I also see their patterns in people. And if we could learn to observe our own patterns, like for me, when people are chasing shiny object, right? One thing I do see is, they keep moving from one learning to another learning, right? I mean, I think that's that that's what or learning or one thing to another thing. Like it doesn't matter that thing can change, but they're always moving from one thing to another thing. You know, I think sometimes to pause. Why am I doing this, right? And yeah. that th- that could again help them um, to to get back to to the core of who they are and why are they doing it. Absolutely. Perfect. Perfect way to wrap up. So thank you for watching. Subscribe where you're watching. Subscribe where you're listening. Reach out and let us know what you thought of the conversation. We're open to covering every every type of topic. We're open to any ideas. And we'd love to bring on partners at some point to have this conversation, whether it's about something we've already spoken about or something that you want to bring up yourself. But in the meantime, until the next episode, thank you and take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye.